When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of the show is brought to you by Doghouse Systems at DoghouseSystems.com. The best gaming rigs money can buy. I love my doghouse so much so that I'm going to go play something on it right now. Get yours today at DoghouseSystems.com. I'm Jeff Kaplan and you're listening to The Instance. Warcraft podcast, so you don't have to. This is the instance. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the instance podcast. This is episode 518 for March 30th, the last day of the month for 2018. I'm Scott Johnson, joined today by Garrett Weinzorl from The Angry Chicken, among many other things. Hello, Garrett, and welcome. Oh, Scott, I'm flattered you pronounced my last name right. I got it. I didn't do Zerpel. Uh, I reserve that for when I need to be giving you crap for whatever. So <laughs> I hang on or- to it. It's like a nice little thing that's in my back pocket whenever I need it. It's there. Yeah. Uh, normally, the Europeans would be here. But uh, Terpster is at a conference, like always. He always seems to have some weekend something going on. Uh, he's, he's talking to a, to a Mr. Jeff Goldblum. Yeah, he's hanging out with Jeff Goldblum. I don't know what this is about. How ter- what, what, what did he do in his life to, to gain access to one of the greatest American treasures of all time, Jeff Goldblum? I don't know. Uh, he had, was born with an English accent. There, nailed it. That's yeah, always the that, answer. That was- that's all it is to it. He definitely doesn't also have comedic timing and is all uh, maybe kind of good at his job. Yeah, he's not a good communicator. It's not. Uh, <laughs> I can't think of other things I should say that Terpster's bad at. But anyway, we <laughs> we miss him horribly, and he was here in the states for a while. I was here for uh, GDC, and then went right back to yet another conference in Europe. And so busy boy. And then uh, Pat- Patrick, I think may show up. He's got screaming baby uh, right now. <laughs> So, uh, as you know, from the last <laughs> the last episode, he had to cut out early because of it, and uh, we're hoping he joins us uh, as a result of the baby going to sleep. So we'll see. He's got the good old screaming baby syndrome. Yeah, don't we all though? Don't we all? No, we don't. Actually, you and I do not right now. We don't have that at all. Sorry, Patrick. This is your burden alone, sir. Enjoy. Uh, I actually, uh, I'm, I'm going to take this as an opportunity to make a bigger deal out of your appearance today. Uh, oh, I, I'm going to. I'm going to make a decision right here on the air. I'm going to I'm going to say that Garrett is on permanent retainer. I don't know if that's a way of it's like a lawyer, right? That you keep keep around in case you need some legal thing or whatever. Yeah, retainer would retainer would imply pay. Uh, so maybe we choose a different word. Yeah, um. a totally different word than that. Pro bono retainment. Um, he's uh, he's just you know around, and I like him, and he also makes really great commentary about games we love and is in the world of blizzard in a way that few of my comrades are so i think it kind of makes sense to kind of have you around like this is the other thing whenever the europeans are out like today 
uh, even though it was kind of last second knowing whether Patrick would be here, there that meant there'd probably be no show. I ain't doing this alone. It's just too dumb. People don't want to hear me all on my own. It's too weird from the normal format. So I don't know. I kind of like this idea. I like this idea of a little bit of a little bit of I don't know a light glazing of of uh, Garrett Weinzerl on all my all my uh, pastries. <laughs> oh man, I wish you chose different words. <laughs> I don't know what any of that meant, but I'm... Uh, I'm, a, I'm a fan of Krispy Kreme. We'll just roll with that. Yeah. Those are made and, out of potatoes uh, and stuff, though. Aren't those kind of gross? You shouldn't eat those. Don't eat Krispy Kreme. So I, I, it's not like I have them for every meal or even uh, once a week. Uh, but when I find some, I get excited. Well, it's from... I think they... Don't those originate down there where you're from? I don't know if it's uh, Florida, but somewhere in the I'm south. I'm not sure if that's true or not, because I remember getting really excited about finding my first freestanding Krispy Kreme when I moved out to Los Angeles. Wait, freestanding? Oh, like a... Like, like a not like a store. You go to a McDonald's and it's just a McDonald's. I found, like, just a Krispy Kreme, and I was very excited about that. Oh. That prospect. Okay, well, then maybe I'm thinking of something else. So some other part of the south, but when they got here, people just about stampeded themselves trying to go there. And... uh I'll never forget it because I was on the freeway and had to pee so bad and the traffic was so horrendous that the day we went to get Krispy Kreme, I got out of the car as far away from the cars on the highway as I could and I peed off to the side hoping no cop would see me do it. So there you go. <laughs> whipped, whipped, I, uh, my, uh, whipped my wiener out on Krispy Kreme day. It was great. Nice, nice. Turns out they're uh, based out of North Carolina. Oh, great. So it is an East Coast, just not necessarily Southern East Coast. There you go. And there's literally no crispy nor cream involved in those donuts, which kind of annoys me. But anyway, what are you going to do? Hey, look at this, everyone. Let's dive into the world of Warcraft, shall we? Let's talk about the alpha update. Battle for Azeroth's Stormsong Valley is now open for testing. Oh, yeah. Things are still in an early state. Likely to go through a bunch of iteration, but uh, they want you to post feedback and uh, talk about any bugs you might uh, find or whatever. They've already applied a hot hot fix, so you should be able to jump in and play the intro now, which will unlock additional questing in the zone. You can uh, use the zone choice table now in Borealis to do the intro and so on. So little by little, chunk by chunk, the alpha is opening up uh, new and uh, expected content. As usual, though, my time in the alpha is already done, I think. I've seen, you know, kind of what I want to see. And now I'm in a holding pattern until I get the actual game. I'm I'm in a similar boat. I uh, The last time I really hit even a WoW beta supremely hard was Lich King. Oh my gosh, dude. Um, I, I did. I think I almost leveled to full just in the beta because I was so excited for the prospect of uh, finishing the Arthas arc from yeah. Warcraft 3. Yeah. Um, but, uh, since then, like, I remember I played in the cataclysm beta, I played in the, um, Pandaria beta, but, uh, I noticed that, uh, I got burnout faster when yeah. I did that. Yeah, it, that does happen. Like there's going to be burnout no matter what. Cause this is just the, 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 the cycle of an MMO for me. There's this like go all in at first and then kind of burn out a little bit later. And I'd like to do that later than sooner. And alphas make me feel like I'm going to see a bunch of content that I don't, you know, I don't necessarily want to do twice or three times, or if I have alts. A bunch of times and this content especially we got all kinds of you know new side races allied races that we're supposed to be playing if the expectation is i'm going to just keep diving in and going for it i'm going to see a lot of this stuff twice three times four times so yeah it, it, the recent um additions to world of warcraft and the uh additional additions that'll be coming in uh in battle for azeroth it's not going to help my my alt uh my alt sickness 
at no, all. No. Uh, I get really excited when there's new races or something as simple as uh, upright orcs. So yeah. I'm going to have a lot of alts. How do you feel about gold eyes? How do you feel? How about do I feel those? about gold eyes? Yeah. How do you feel about uh, I think eyes? It's cool, man. You think it's cool to have eyes that are gold? You think that's? Okay? I think it is cool to have eyes that are gold. I mean, uh, Liadrin mm. has gold eyes in Hearthstone, so why don't we? Uh, why don't we give her those gold eyes in the the actual game where she says lines other than uh, "hello" and "wow" and "well played." Boy, do I have some good news for you because <laughs> they are adding the ability for blood elves to add their. Uh, gold eyes to their eyeballs so uh, they are it's a it's a face option because they're not adding like an eye option so you gotta you, you're also locking into a certain face so it's a big commitment it what is else? a big commitment that's right if you guys are if you're feeling frisky enough i guess go for the gold eyes but um <laughs> anyway uh one thing i wanted to say so uh, it's not that significant that there's new content and new zones and dungeons and things popping in the alpha and people are giving these things to run through in a test what's significant to me is I am continually impressed with this expansion's, uh, at least so far, the things we're seeing so far in the alpha and then what we've seen them show us via video and other stuff, how much bigger and more detailed these worlds are looking to me. And uh, I remember this feeling at BlizzCon, the same thing. I'm sitting there in, this, in the, uh, the audience and they're showing during one of the Q&As kind of a fly-through. And I remember thinking, wait a minute, this feels way more, I don't know what's going on here, way more depthy than, than, I, than I usually feel about the zones. Like Warcraft's always gotten better looking as time has gone on and they expand the, the engine and the view distance alone is so much more than it used to be and all of that. But the, the vistas that they're showing off in this thing are kind of breathtaking. And I don't know yeah. if you felt that way too. Does it seem that way to you or am I up in the night on this? To me, I feel like it really, it made a big leap with Lich King, and since then, it's all kind of felt the same to me, and it's not a dig in any way, mm -hmm. um, but I remember the first time going to uh, Borean Tundra on Alliance, because I was still playing Alliance at the beginning of, of uh, Wrath, Wrath, and uh, seeing that port town, and I just never just seen anything like that. In, yeah, uh, in World of Warcraft, and it just seemed very detailed. It seemed like a, an alive location, whereas I had just come from Burning Crusade, and everything felt kind of disparate. Mm -hmm. Um, and and ever since then, uh, I feel like they've it, it's it they've certainly improved. But I think the leap from uh, BC to to uh, Lich King was was the biggest one for me personally. But but you're not kidding. I mean, uh, to come to go back to Stormsong, uh, I mean. You're not playing the alpha, but have, have you looked at some of the footage coming out of the zone? Because yeah, it's I know gorgeous. You're a big Pandaria fan, and I'm getting a bit of a of a Valley of the Four Winds vibe from it. Well, I I mean, I've long said here and elsewhere that Pandaria is the great underrated expansion of WoW's history, uh, and maybe it isn't. Maybe it's rated just fine for people. I don't know, but I no don't don't try and be objective. <laughs> uh, it's, it is. It is. I, I'm with you on this one. I loved <laughs> Pandaria, and I know I was as, as as skeptical as anybody was in the early uh, goings. I thought, yeah, pandas. All right, let's see what we do here. It was also my first was... BlizzCon for that announcement, and so I don't know. I, my head was in a weird place, and I just wasn't sure. And the actual uh, expansion, I just absolutely loved that thing, top to bottom. I, I never got tired of it. I loved every second of it, and I thought it was. And now I'm most nostalgic for it. I just feel like I want to go back there all the time. Uh, now I can, I guess. I can go level a chunk of 
uh, leveling there if I want to, but, um, you, uh, I mean, you've talked about that place pretty fondly. Like I have, I think you, you know, we, we're, we're of a similar it was, mind. It was, it was, to me, it was such a crowning achievement of a blizzard and, and their just everyone there. That's an artist. And mm -hmm. I, I'm not talking just the art direction, but also the music, like everything, everything came together, uh, to pull something off that I was cynical about when mm -hmm. it was announced. Mm -hmm. I was just like, Ooh, I don't know if this is my thing. Like Warcraft, I want war. I want heads on spikes and dragons. Like, why are we, why are we bringing in uh, fat bears? <laughs> and, <laughs> and, uh, you know, once, uh, once I got into it and tested it out again, got into the, I, I, that may have been my first alpha got into it and, and saw the Jade Forest. I was just like, okay, I'm done. I'm out. They've sold me. This is beautiful. I'm going to wait until it releases. Yeah. Uh, and then when I played through it, uh, yeah, you, I have very, very fond memories from Pandaria. It was just such a, uh, it was so out of left field, yet they made it so cohesive uh, for the universe that is Warcraft. Yeah. I did the same thing with that beta. What's funny, or that alpha and beta, I guess, but what's funny about that particular experience I'll never forget is. <laughs> I'm <laughs> I get into that game and of course everybody wants to make a panda and that that starting zone was just packed with people and this is before they had I don't know I mean we, they were doing good sort of instancing and, and phasing and that sort of stuff in the game since Lich King but but this was a case where they hadn't really optimized that yet so there were just pandas everywhere running through each other bogging down everybody's video cards like it looked terrible in there and my my biggest memory was starting a panda and then he would jog out of the main area there. And then suddenly his arms went out like this and his legs went like that. And then I just floated like the guy that's on that <laughs> spaceship that we sent out. What's what's the name of that thing? <laughs> his... You just went you went into T-pose. Yeah, I went into total T-pose, which is like, you know, something they use for when they skin these things and they're checking out models and all of that. I mean, I recognize you're, you're, Oh, you're pose. talking about the, the, the Vitruvian man, the Da Vinci drawing? Yeah, that's the one I'm thinking of because it looked just like that. Except <laughs> except his wiener's not out. But anyway, so this thing's float. <laughs> My guy just floating around, all the questing and fighting. I would just be like this and it would make sounds as if I was beating something up because I was trying to monk, obviously. And it was just this the whole freaking time. And well, I remember just in thinking, flying crane pose yeah, the whole time. And I remember yeah. thinking, this is how regular companies put video games out on release day. Like, this is a release game from EA or somebody. This is Blizzard Alpha, and, and, and even that felt like, oh my gosh, Blizzard, what have you done? Everything you're supposed to, you know, make is polished and finished. And uh, it was a real, I don't know, it was a real learning experience for me. But from that all the way forward, I have nothing but fond memories Mm. of pandaria it's when they uh taron gregory and his team they kind of perfected their in-game cinematic stuff or they perfected it but they 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 did new things uh that final garage business uh where he lets loose the uh the i forgot the name of the damn thing but anyway right but the heart of yasharash that's the one uh is so cool it's so cool and so good and it holds up even today and uh you know, it became the basis for all this in-game stuff they do now. So I just, I don't know, Pandaria. Every, people were like, oh, Panda's dumb, lame. But I think on the other side of that expansion, we're always going to be a little more fond of it than we thought we were at the time. Yeah, uh, seeing the stuff come out of Stormsong has uh, it made me realize an aesthetic that I I don't think I realized I liked so much, but I have a thing for just farmlands. Mm -hmm. uh, like back in vanilla, 
you know, I had started Alliance and I had started Night Elf, so I was nowhere near Stormwind. But when I eventually made it out there, I saw Westfall for the first time. I thought it was rad. Mm-hmm. Uh, Dead Mines was my first dungeon, so that's kind of near and dear to my heart. But Valley of the Four Winds was also, I remember getting out there and seeing like the rice patties and everything and just being like, wow, this works really well in Azeroth. Mm-hmm. And now we've got Stormsong Valley, which is kind of like a combination of the two, like because it's human influence rather than Pandaren influence, but it still has like the rolling green hills. So it's like, it's like Westfall, but green, and I'm kind of digging it. Yep. Also, uh, Blizzard's new, uh, tree tech and WoW right now, pretty on point. Looks pretty good. Uh, the, I like some, those new uh, windmills. Yeah, those are cool, too. Those look great. But the tree tech is so much better than it used to be, dude. Oh, my God. <laughs> that's, I mean, that's <clears throat> an understatement. I mean, uh, go, you can go now. Go to Elwyn Forest. Those trees look like garbage. No, no, they're terrible. Fly over the swamp over there and uh, I forget the name. Uh, shoot whatever it is but when you're is it one of the swamps with swamp in the name like swamp of sorrows <laughs> it might be <laughs> you fly over that thing and everything looks like it's made out of like torn up poorly textured paper and it's just bad but i'm um, looking at some of these these trees here and it's like you know what not bad for a game that's pushing 15 years old or some some business like that anyway it's looking good. I'm very excited about that. Hey, uh, Warcraft Chronicle Volume Three is out. Did you get the first two by chance? Is that the thing? That I got the first one, uh, yeah. and then I kind of fell off and forgot that they were coming out with more volumes. I did too. I got the first one as well. I love it. It's super nice and um, it's a gorgeous book. Yeah, it's so primordial. That's the thing I like about the first one. It's just like here's the stuff from way back. You know, like yeah, I really enjoyed the stuff on the Black Empire. Mm-hmm. Um, the the Titan stuff kind of bored me. Really? Are you just not a big Titan? Uh, you know, into that lore. A little too Celeste. Like I liked the I liked the Titans before we knew so much crap about them. It mm. got we got a little too much explained in Legion. I liked it when it was like Indiana Jones and like, we have uncovered Old War and yeah, like Algalon is here, but that's we're still confused. We don't know really what's going on. Yeah, they were a little more. How do I how do I put this? Like we the the physicality of them was was vague. Right. So like mm-hmm. if you even when you fought Yog Saron in the in the final bit there, it was it was so weird and, and so uh out of you know, space madness kind of weirdness. And and so and plus there's you oh, know, you, you actually uh, went into little... his mind and it's it's insane in there and it's you never know if what you're seeing is real and n- yeah. now it's just like, Oh, there's a blob, he's a Titan and he's got tentacles, sweet. Well, it's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, Old War was Lovecraftian and what happened in Legion was anime. Yeah, like, a little bit. Like, I always, I always say this, like, like Lovecraft doesn't explain anything and it, that makes it scary. Whereas anime, like so many anime comes down to, I'm going to kill the God of this world and we're going to explain what that God is. You're going to know everything about it and we're going to reduce it to nothing by the end of it. And that's kind of what I feel like by the end of Legion. I had no more. I have no more questions about Titans, Scott, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and that bums me out a little bit. A little bit, but also, you know, we can move on from that. Uh, clearly, this expansion is a is a break from that. Um, I mean, sort of. Like, a, a, we still have a giant sword stuck into the uh, the Titan soul that is Azeroth, uh, and you know, we're not probably done entirely with that stuff. But I, I, I'm with you. I kind of, I can, I could use a little like the Legion itself. I could use a break from that stuff and let's move on to something a little bit more close to the ground which certainly a alliance versus horde conflict is certainly that 
Yeah, back to our roots. Back yeah, to our roots. right back to those. Well, anyway, Volume 3 is out. This thing is chock full of full-color art from people like Peter Lee, Emily Chen, uh, Stanton Fang, and other fan favorites. Many artists who worked at Blizzard and outside of Blizzard for many, many years. Lots of intricate, detailed maps. Uh, and uh, there's all sorts of Warcraft lore in there. And so if you're looking for stuff about Arthas, about Jaina, about uh, his his lead up and turning to uh, Lich King days. This is the, this is the volume uh, to get that business done. So I don't know what the ultimate plan is in terms of how long this is going to go, how many volumes they have planned. Um, but Lich King brings us, I don't know, it's starting to feel kind of current <laughs> compared I'd to, say so. yeah. yeah, compared to Titan blobs of, of yesteryear. Uh, volume three currently in hardcover is available March 27th. So it's already up there. You can get the hardcover for $23.99 on Amazon or you can get it on Kindle or Comixology for the exact same price. I don't know why you'd do that. I think you want the hardcover. Especially. Yeah. Uh, get the dead tree version. It's very pretty. Yeah. Look at that thing. It's got Toronto on there. So that'll be good for Malfurion. I'll be stoked about that. Which is the best part about that is it's Toronto, but you don't have to hear uh, Malfurion say her name. Yeah, Toronto. I'm trapped Taranda. in the stupid thing. Here's a little preview chat you can see here. So they've got some pages. Uh, there. This is the one. Uh, this is the first one. Primarily, I shouldn't say helmed, but it, lots of influence from Christy Golden, who has been sort of handed the keys to the car over there in terms of uh, carrying on the lore. Um, that sort of thing. She now works permanently at Blizzard or is a full-time employee there. Yeah, I, uh, book I randomly sat behind her at the opening ceremony at BlizzCon last year. Oh, nice. Like, we, we we were late, as we always are for the opening ceremony, so we were like basically back by the hot dog stand slash restroom. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> this, this woman sitting in front of me, and I'm just sitting there like, I know who you are, I know who you are, and it hits me, and turns out, yeah, it was Chris Golden, so I, I fanned out on her. And, She's awesome. She's been yeah, on the show a couple of times. We're supposed to have, I was talking to our dude over at, at Blizzard and the community team. We're supposed to get a fresh interview with her soon. I would really oh, like cool. to do that on the, on the, on the heels of this. Cause I, I don't know. I really want to talk more about like her. I, uh, recently read her uh, star Wars novel. Oh, how was that? Too. By the way, was it, it was good? very good. Hmm. And I that's, recommend it. So, okay. Correct me. If, wait, is this the one that's between which one is it? Cause she's written a couple, right? Uh, this is uh, Inferno Squad, so it's the, basically the prequel to the campaign of Battlefront 2. Oh, that's what that is. Okay, I didn't realize it was connected to the Battlefront stuff. I yeah, so it, uh, as far as Star Wars timeline, it kind of falls during the Empire's prime. Yeah, and it's you like it. It was good, yeah? Yeah, yeah, it was a, it was a solid novel. Well, I like solid novels. Uh <laughs> I will have to check it out. I really, I really have enjoyed her Warcraft, uh, Warcraft books. She's got a new one coming out soon. Um, I want to talk to her though. I want to. I just want to. I want to ask questions like, you know, what's it like? Essentially, being expected to fill Metzen's shoes, and there's certainly a lot of storytellers there. Other other guys, as a Fraza Rabbi or however you say his name's there still, and he's he's sort of carrying <laughs> you it. Nailed it. You clearly nailed yeah, it. Yeah, I got that one right. And um, you know, these guys are awesome. Uh, but she, you know, she was, I think the mantle was passed to her in, in a, in a pretty literal way. So I want to see what that pressure is. And if that's pressure at all, maybe she's having the time of her life. I don't know. We'll have to see. Also that Metzen interview I keep promising will happen. As you all know, he got sidelined by his, uh, spinal surgery, which came out of nowhere. Um, so he got put down by that for weeks and weeks and weeks so we are trying to get back to it our plan was january but uh that all fell through so we're a couple months late uh 
soon as that made we can. me feel like a, a very selfish person because I'm, I'm i'm very sad that he had to go through that but i really enjoyed all of his tweets after the fact about how great legion is yeah no like it was almost like he'd never had a chance to actually sit down and play it while it was the thing right because while it was the thing he was busy making sure uh you know overwatch was doing what it needed to do prepping for his retirement like i don't think he had a lot of legion playtime um until he got knocked on his butt and had spinal surgery and couldn't move and ended up playing in bed for hours and hours and he was so into it there uh for a bit i assume i assume he's still you know still in there playing but he wouldn't stop talking about his paladin and he's playing a human this and everyone's freaking out like wait you're the voice of thrall how come you're playing alliance characters and it was fun to hear him kind of you know explain why he his heart's always sort of with these human paladins and and you know kind of what gets his gas going when it comes to this fantasy and everything and then and then he stopped tweeting so it was like this brief window of you know 288 characters just blah and then he then he stopped probably was feeling better and you know thought better of it so i could use less twitter in my life i'm just saying uh i could too i mean there's there's things i love about it but then there's things that make me mad anyway that's neither here nor there Warcraft Chronicle Volume 3, available now. Get your hands on it and let us know what you think. All right, seemingly out of nowhere, and for reasons I'm not sure about yet, I need to see it so I can say, but on the April 1st episode, which is tomorrow, right? No. No, uh, Sunday. Sorry, Sunday. There is a 31st of this month, isn't there? There is indeed. Uh, That is the premiere date of Family Guy's Warcraft episode. That's right. Not since, I don't know, South Park. in uh... 11 years ago, Scott. <laughs> oh, my God. 2006. Oh, my God. When South Park gifted us the World of Warcraft episode uh, that basically made it so other shows, does, they don't need to try because no one's going to do it better. <laughs> yeah. What did you, uh, I mean, what did you think of, I mean, I've, I've seen it recently. It, it holds up. It's very funny. But yeah, uh, um, but it looks like a different game. It's like a not well, even. Well, <laughs> well, it's it's weird, right? Because the graphics as a whole, like the the whole thing, basically takes place in Elven Forest, mm-hmm. in in game. But it was also the first time we saw the game animated in a way that we don't get to see it ourselves, right? Because they touched it up a lot, right? A whole um, lot. Yeah, yeah. So it's like in ways it looks better than what we have, uh, and in other ways it looks way worse than what we have. Yeah. So uh, what they're going to do here is more akin to what they did with like the Family Guy Star Wars episodes, probably. I'm I'm guessing here. Lots yeah, I mean of, the promo image looks like the movie, uh, not not so much the game. Yeah, I, that's my my uh, experience as well. Looking at it, I mean, basically that that's a shot of <laughs> basically Peter is th- is is a thrall or an orc type character, and uh, Stewie is this alliance looking dude maybe they're trying to invoke you know sort of a anduin versus i don't know what like it clearly it's just like warcraft straight up warcraft and maybe it is more for the movie if it's more about the movie that seems weird because from a broad Uh, broad audience perspective that movie did not you know tear it up i think just in general this seems weird to me like like i i think of a family guy trying to appeal to uh the general masses and uh warcraft isn't really on the hot topic radar right now right mm-hmm. like not really uh, no i agree we're excited about it because we're big blizzard fans yeah uh, but i don't think the general populace 
everyone's talking about Fortnite, man nobody's talking about world of warcraft yeah no i agree it says here uh guest voices include sir ian mckellen oh this doesn't mean this episode though they're saying just this season so anyway maybe he'll show up for that one who knows but anyway yeah. uh we shall see if this is garbage or okay and i i'm torn i'm not even that big of a family guy fan so i i haven't been on the family guy train since I don't know, season six or something. Yeah, it's, it's been a while since yeah. it really, uh, to me, I think uh, McFarland's best work is being done over on the Orville right now. Oh yeah. The Orville's really good. I like that show. I think, I think I like it. There are days I'm not sure I like it. Do you know what I'm saying? I have to be in the mood, but when I'm in the mood, I really enjoy it. <laughs> you have to be in the mood. I like that. What is it? You what know, is the mood? It's a little preachy, man. It's like, I'm not, sometimes I want to watch the Punisher. I don't want to watch Dr. Who like, Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. That's yeah. a good point. Sure. I've been rewatching Breaking Bad for I don't know why. Just cuz. Uh, cuz it's an amazing show. <laughs> well, that, yeah, one of the best shows ever made, groundbreaking business, all that, but uh I'm also surprised at all the stuff I don't remember. Like that first season was only 7 episodes and uh there were things that happened that I don't remember happening and I forgot that Tuco was in season 1. I thought Tuco was a full season 2 guy and like I I am really uh, He's like the uh big bad of season one yeah well i guess there's like two of them right there's the dude in the basement oh yeah and then and i've forgotten that stuff's really good there's a that whole stretch is great oh that show's great every every, every time i've rewatched it it's always been wow that escalated quicker than i remember mm-hmm. yeah and that that freaking bike lock around your neck that's no fun for anybody Ooh. anyway besides all of that family guy tomorrow no sorry sunday april 1st check it out uh, family guy announced that the episode will be called, or here's the description after Peter and the guys get caught pretending to be military veterans and are found guilty of the stolen valor act, a judgment sentence them to join the U S coast guard. Uh, that's the description. Great. How does that? I don't know. Warcraft? That's what they've got. That's what they <laughs> wrote. No. All right. I guess, I guess I'm watching family. Guy on Sunday. <laughs> it's funny that a shitty promo has got me more interested in it than the actual content. My confusion, yeah, my confusion with the summary uh, has done more to make me want to watch this than the uh, headlines. Yeah, well, that's what you want. Also, as I mentioned, you can get uh, gold eyes for your uh, your blood elf. Here, chat room, you can see these here. Uh, this fine, this nice lady here. Uh, she likes mana, obviously. They're really into it, and uh, she's got golden eyes. So, golden eye. I, I want more. I want some uh, consistency, or I want. I hope Chronicle Three details out why certain elves have certain color eyes at a certain point because for a while it was like all blood elves have green eyes it mm-hmm. felt like all high elves had blue eyes uh, illidan was born with golden eyes and they made a big deal of it in legion so it was, what does it all mean scott i don't know do you think she sees everything like the world's sort of tinted to her is that how it works for them so everything's got kind of a yellowish uh you know like those sunglasses you get that are like yellow Okay, that's how I hope they see it. I hope it's not uh, predator vision when they take off their helmet, where they really can't see anything. Yeah, you wonder how evolution ever got to this point. Yeah, the predators are not as cool as everyone thinks. Actually, they're really cool, and I can't wait for that new movie. Anyway, there's that. Hey, uh, another quick note here. Okay, so I've made no secret over the years of my distaste for professions, not just in World of Warcraft, but generally speaking, I'm not a fan. I don't. I don't care about that kind of busy. It feels like busy work to me. I know there are benefits to it. I know that you get yeah. mounts out of it sometimes. You get better gear early on out of it. Like there's a lot of reasons to like 
professions in, a, in an MMO and Warcraft's no different, but it's just never been my piece of toast. So uh, they're changing a lot of stuff this time around and this may bring me back around. I don't know. We'll see. I mean, I like things that are fun. Uh, for example, uh, uh, crafting uh, things and doing stuff like that in Diablo has never been a problem for me. I enjoy that. I like that. Um, it's super simple. There's nothing too grindy about it. It's just do you have the stuff? Great. Do you want to make the thing? Sure. Do you have the gold? Yes. Okay, and that's it. That's pretty much your your prerequisites. In this particular case, or in WoW's case, it always just felt more like, uh, I'm running errands, I'm buying things, I got this auction problem, blah, I'd rather go kill a thing, right? Yeah. Well, they they softened it a bit in Legion. You know, I, I started with like a fresh alt, basically, in Legion, and it didn't matter what my profession was at, I could still harvest, you know, I could still go herbalize. <laughs> Yep. in uh in the in the broken isles you know mm-hmm. i could still go uh, get my ore it would it didn't really matter so that made it better but this this is a, a much larger step in i think the correct direction i absolutely agree i kind of wish it had been this way the whole time so let me break this down for everybody each profession will now be separated into expansions and leveled separately from one another so if that doesn't make sense think of it this way if you are playing legion you're leveling you're leveling professions in a separate expansion than you will be in Battle for Azeroth. If you're playing, uh, somebody out there somewhere is playing Lich King content right now. I'm sure they are. Somebody's questing through those zones and and getting to Grizzly Hills and realizing it as the best music in the game. Whatever. They're having that experience. Uh, and as they do, they'll, they're, or they will be leveling professions within those expansions. Each expansion will have its own leveling path for items from that expansion, similar to the way Miss Pandaria cooking, uh, uh, the cooking ways that, uh, that you did in Miss Pandaria. So if you remember that, you remember how the cooking stuff worked in there, think of that, but on a, on a broader scale. You can choose to go back and level older expansion crafting, or you can simply level the current expansion. This is like, imagine uh, questing in a new expansion and having the knowledge that if you want to, I could go back to, I don't know, some ancient zone in, uh, you know, whatever old expansion in BC. I can go up to Outworld and I can, wait, Outworld? Out, out, uh, Outland. Land. Outland. Land. Why did I say Outworld? What's up with me? That's wrong. <laughs> Outworld. Isn't there an Outworld? What's Outworld from? That's a thing. I have absolutely no idea. I'm going to assume that's what the uh, Blizzard knockoff park in China calls its Outland <laughs> section. That would be about right. Um, Outworld. Yeah, there's something that there's something called out. Oh, no, it's not Mortal Kombat, is it? Chat room, is it? No, that's uh, that, that has another name. Oh, my Lord. What is it called in Mortal Kombat? Outworld. Maybe it's Dark Tower I'm thinking of. Maybe it is Outworld. Maybe it's Outworld. It is Outworld. Huh. Uh, that's a know. dumb name. It's a dumb name. I love you, Mortal Kombat, but that's a dumb name. It is more it is MK. That's why I was thinking of it because I was just playing the, the Ultimate Edition on Steam, which is super cheap right now for ten. Anyway. Or it was. It's like six bucks. Anyway, uh the point is uh it'll work like that. So if you want to be playing current uh quest comp uh, stuff and you're thinking, man, I really want to get these lore achievements, I'm gonna go back and do older quests, it's like it'll be like that. So I, I assume that also means outside of the scaled zones, a scaling should work right along with the way scaling works for regular XP. This is this isn't about that, but I'm gonna assume that that's true. But if you if you wanted to go back and and you know gotta get them all, gotta do them all, like that dude by the way that was in the news recently who got every he basically finished World of Warcraft, 
every uh, single thing you can do in the game, those things you can do without achievements and every single achievement that exists in the game, he did them all. He had this goal to do every single one. He got them done. I think that may be the first time anyone has ever, at least until there's new content, finished World of Warcraft. Crazy that guy. I, I saw headlines that someone had gotten every achievement in Legion, but I didn't read. He, he, he completed everything and everything. In everything. Every possible thing he could do. And I don't know if any of this counts like, you know how sometimes like for one expansion there'll be a, an achievement, but because they it gets deprecated, the next expansion, they move it into a feat or a feat of strength or whatever, and it's no longer doable, but you either earned it back then or you just don't have it. I don't know if he has all those or not. I'd probably not is my guess just because I don't know how you do that over time. But, um, but, but whatever is pot like today in today's current state of the game, if you log in right now, every dungeon, every achievement, every kill, every, 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 he's done all of it. And he's done with the game of world of Warcraft until there's new content. So think of that. That guy's insane. He's yeah, insane. The, the WoWhead headline says every achievement in Legion. It just says Legion. All three, all three thousand three hundred and fourteen that are in Legion only. It's it's saying Legion. That's more achievements than are in Legion, I think. But that's also less than would be the entire game. So I don't know, dude. Maybe this. I may have this wrong. I thought it was the entirety of of World of Warcraft. Like he had to go back and do everything. <laughs> Which is, you know, people who do that kind of stuff, hats off to you. I got no time for that. <laughs> I can't do it. I really <laughs> well, can't then do it. They're also, there's an interview, and they're interviewing him about stuff like the uh, the Timeless Isle quest, which they're going to need a bigger bag quest. Oh, right. So maybe you're not wrong. Yeah. I thought it was broader than that, but that headline makes me wonder. Okay, we're getting some confirmation from chat room that's saying it's all of them as of Legion. So, as yeah, of I think Legion. you're on point there, Scott. Okay, all right. Well, hey, look at me. I guessed correctly. <laughs> <laughs> Good God. Yeah, that's impressive. I did some that is, oh, yeah, there. here's a screenshot. So, like, progress overview. It's showing, like, generals, 62 out of 62. Expiration, 189 out of 189. Dungeons and Raids, 957 out of 957. God, yeah, God. it's insane, My right? Lord. It's insane. That guy deserves, I don't know what he should get. Blizzard needs to fly him out and treat him like a king or something. Oh, here it is. Yeah, I don't know. Just cover his rent for the next 10 years or something. Just you know, get, throw this man a bone. Yeah, or just pay for Warcraft for him or something. Give him a 25-year <laughs> WoW card. I wonder if they still that have is, those. Uh, that is nuts. I had that for a hot minute. Remember those 25-year WoW cards? Uh, like, no, because I didn't have one. Well, <laughs> me... <laughs> Me and Terpster had, <clears throat> had him for a little while, and I can't remember if Patrick did or not. Oh, no, Patrick did while he worked there, because if you worked there, you got one. Uh, I have uh, your arrow. That's what I have. Oh, you have Gerb's perfect arrow. Nice. I do have your perfect arrow. Do you have, uh, uh, who had pants? Dills had pants. Dills uh, had pants. I believe I also have Dills' pants. Terpster had, had a shield. Terpster had a shield? Yeah. You got his shield. I think I have all three. I think I have all three. Yeah, those are all. And what's great is in Pandaria, they were like uniques. Like you couldn't get them anywhere else. And you never only ever see them once. <laughs> in uh, Warlords, they were dropping out of your little goblin monkey uh, thing down there every day. I'd get like five perfect arrows out of the junk uh, out of the junk uh, thing in my. Um, what was that called? Um, whatever it was, a little goblin ran it and he would give you junk every day. Oh, like the scrapyard? The scrapyard, that's it. That was, is that what it was called? Yeah. I honestly don't remember if that's correct or not. And uh, then it was like Gerp's Perfect Arrows running like water out of there. It kind of annoyed me. <laughs> I was like, well, these aren't, you, so, these aren't so special after all now. 
Uh, yeah, I, I don't have a, 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 any anything special in any Blizzard game, but in vanilla, there was a shield called the Garrett Family Crest. Oh so my gosh, yeah. I'll take it. You'll take it. Go ahead. Go ahead and co-op it. It's fine. I have had uh, Angry Chicken uh, fans mail me that in game. Uh, it melts my heart. I have like six of them now. <laughs> oh, very nice. That's hey, guys. Pretty, that's pretty good. Hey, guys. You know one hey. of my... Go- oh, oh, it's a Patrick. Oh, oh, Patrick, what? I heard a voice. Hey, what hi patrick patrick how's it going where are you i'm just, I'm, I'm just coming to say that i can't be with you now because <laughs> like the baby it has been fussy old old like all day yeah can do you want to say hi to the baby i do i've never actually seen this baby yet okay. you're super secret you for all oh, look at the little guy oh, look, look at that adorable baby hey. that that despite the hardship of Patrick as a father is somehow cute. Oh, look He's at so him. Cute. Hi, cute. Hi. Oh, Hi. man. That's hey. adorable. That's the first time I've seen this kid. Yeah, I, I just wanted to say hi and hi to the audience. And I won't bother you any longer. I'm very glad you found an apt replacement to everyone with Garrett. Um, and you don't care about us anymore. <laughs> so, Nailed it. Bye. Have a good one. No, uh, come back. I miss you, Patrick. He'll be back. He'll be back. Once and those kids eventually stop crying. That's how it works. The ones that cry a lot, it's actually good that they do it when they're little because then they do it less when they get older. It's like you kind of want to have a brat when they're a baby. Mm. They get it out of their system and then they're this like sweet, normal teenager. But but eventually they become bipedal and then they start breaking things. Oh, that's true. That's coming. Whether he likes that or not, that's like 10 months from now that kid's walking. So enjoy that. Uh, all right. Well, that was awesome. Um, that was weird. Kind of a haunting voice out of nowhere. It kind of freaked me out. I thought you had a Patrick clip that you had accidentally started playing. And I looked over at the Discord. And I'm like, oh, there's a Patrick. At first, I thought, who's in your room? Like, I thought you were saying, hello, hello. Like somebody was in your room. <laughs> yes, Patrick flew out to Florida. <laughs> and, uh, that would have been really something. Anyway, we're going to Disney tomorrow. It's going to be a good time. There you go. Uh, back to this whole thing. Uh, you can go back uh, level your crafting and your and your and your uh, professions. So there's that. It also allows you to craft items with current expansion material without needing older expansion material to level. You can also uh, go back and level older expansion crafting skills if you want. To clarify further, an example of this means that you can level your cataclysm tailoring by crafting cataclysm patterns, but this doesn't stop you from progressing your Kieran Terran. Sorry, cool Terra, cool Terra, blah. This all run too fast. Cool, cool Terran. I'm not saying it right. Why is that coming out wrong? Cool Terran. Cool Terran. It sounds cool wrong. So if you're from there, you'd be a cool Terran. Hold on, cool Terran. Kieran Terran is uh, my favorite off-brand Japanese beer. <laughs> Kieran Terran. Hold on, cool Terran. Cool Terran. Why does that sound like something? I mean, other than wow, cool Terran. Cool Terran. Okay, this is gonna bug me until the end of the show. Kulteran. Anyway, I'll figure it out later. Zandalari tailoring is another example from the new expansions patterns. So that's cool. First aid is going away. Another reminder. If you were uh, super into that and you were like holding on for dear life, nope. Uh, kiss a goodbye because that stuff's going away. Its patterns are being redistributed into tailoring and alchemy. Your first aid crafts will have uh, to be relearned in their respective new professions. So uh, whatever time you spent in first aid was for naught. Who cares? I haven't paid attention to it since BC. I don't think I have either. 
In fact, I I thought it was like so cool. Like on my hunter, like in vanilla, I'm like, I can't heal. Yeah. But if I take first aid, I can. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It's and, just I can't remember the last time I used it in a raid or, or anything. It's just the only time I like it's used in raids now is it's for jokes, right? It's like when the the wipe is happening, there's only two people left, and one person's like, I got you, bro. Mm. You just started first aiding them. Hey, you know what? Chat room makes a point. People are asking about uh fishing I, I haven't heard any are there any changes planned i mean maybe that scales too but i don't know what the uh, i don't as far as i know fishing is not changing uh hmm. i don't know either there's nothing in the verbiage here mentioning it some um, people are saying getting get rid of it but come on there's man. no way they'd get rid of it no. they're, they're like there are people who are supremely passionate about fishing in world of warcraft yeah they're people that love to, uh, to go fishing i am not one of them but I know they are out there. Yeah, I don't mind it once in a while if I'm bored and there's TV on or something. But it kind of has to have that going on for me. I'm trying to see I, if there's... I liked it in, again, in vanilla because I had this, I didn't know what I was doing. I had no gold ever, so I couldn't afford food to feed my pet as a hunter. So mm -hmm. I, this fishing was like this cool, quiet time where I had to go and and provide for my tiger. Yeah. And then feed him. Oh my gosh, dude! Mm -hmm. Feeding yeah, and then gold became a non-issue, and feeding your pet became a non-issue, and buying arrows became a non-issue. That yep. was a that was a big day. I remember that like yesterday, and then we got rid of mana. Man, hunters have been through it. They've been through some stuff. They're like they're like if if you were if they it's almost like they're heroes of the storm characters, like a complete overhaul at some point. I mean, it happened slowly over time while we weren't really paying attention, but hunters are not the same as they used to be. Anyway, point is, uh, first aid, gone. Kiss it goodbye. Hope you enjoyed it. And you'll never have to see it again. That means we have some time for this. Time for a quick recap of what's happening around the rest of Blizzard. We'll get to Hearthstone in a second, so you just hold on to your butt up over there, uh, Garrett, because you'll get. we'll get there, all right? A lot of stuff in Hearthstone this week, let's just say that. Uh, Brigitte or Brigitta or however the hell you say her name is out. Brigitta. Brigitta. Patrick it's says like it Brigitta better. from Dragon Ball, but with a B and an R. Uh, she's out and awesome. She's on the public servers now. I really like her a lot uh, in Overwatch. She, I had, I was super skeptical. Basically, she's Johanna from Diablo uh, in lots of ways in terms of her kit. Uh, but I just thought, you know what? I don't, I don't know, man. I don't know until I, until I really get some public games with her and see what's what. And I think she's genuinely awesome. She's really fun to play. She's uh, just wicked cool and a great addition to that game. And I cannot believe Blizzard finally did it. And I don't know any other company who's done this well enough or, or as well in a first-person shooter. They have introduced an entirely melee character. Even Doomfist shoots shit out of his hand. Okay, even he has like a little gun. <laughs> yes, poop emoji, shoot from his hand. Exactly. But she is like full melee all day, all the time, and it works. Like it actually works, and it's super strong, and hats off to that team. They they killed it with her. So well done. Great new character. She has good lore. Uh, her dad's kind of a weenie, but that's okay. They're, he's going to get a rework soon. Uh, my, my actual paladin in overwatch yeah I'm happy about this. <laughs> there you go it is kind of like a paladin in overwatch it is very much so um and the only thing i mean some people say oh scott she does have a projectile it's her her push off thing she does with her mace i don't know if i'd count that that does a little damage i think but that's just like a get out of dodge move yeah i mean it's, it is it is a projectile but yeah she's 
she's a melee. Yeah, hero. she's a melee character. Plus, it's a single shot. It has a cooldown. It's not the same as, I don't know. I'm trying to think of another one. Oh, it's very similar to Reinhardt's uh, projectile. Oh yeah, yeah, that's in true. That, that's that, true. Uh, sense, but that thing uh, will go way far, right? Like that'll go. Yes, yes, that will just keep going. It doesn't. It doesn't have like a, a, a snapback distance. Yeah, this is um, this is like Roadhog's chain. It has a it has a snapback, and that's fine. But I, I I still maintain that's just part of a melee kit. That's a melee effect, and it's kind of rad that they pulled it off. I don't. I've never like, played a shooter where this felt this good. It feels really good. Uh, let's talk about Hearthstone. Some things happened. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I pre-ordered that expansion. Did I tell you about that? Uh, yeah, we, we had a back and forth on, uh, on, uh, on uh, texts oh, uh, yeah. where yeah. I was uh, giving, you, uh, giving you some smack. Uh, I'm like, oh, my God, is Scott Johnson? Is Scott Johnson going to buy cards for Hearthstone? <laughs> Not only that, I pre-ordered it. I couldn't pass that deal up to give, give you an extra... How many extra card, card or packs? 20 extra cards for the pre-order, which um, is great. Um uh, although Jocelyn brought up a really good point that if you're not in the states, that uh, card pack prices have gone up literally everywhere else in the world. So this kind of brings it back mm. to the value you used to get before the price hikes elsewhere. Oh, oh, that's interesting. I didn't realize there had been hikes. Why hikes? What's going on? Is there just is digital stuff just up everywhere and it's not? That would be a question for for Tom. It has something to do with like uh, app store prices and other territories mm. and. I can see that. Stuff I, I'm not knowledgeable about, and I'm not going to pretend to be. <laughs> sure. It's probably some blockchain cryptocurrency bullcrap going on there, and Tom would know it all. He'd know all of it. Uh, anyway, the big deal this week, though, is lots of new cards. So uh, they're showing them off. Are they Indeed. done? Have they shown them all, or are we still waiting for no. some? Okay. <laughs> this is Hearthstone, Scott. They take their sweet time so that it's hard to have an intelligent conversation mm. about the set because yeah. you don't know what else is coming. This is true. Uh, any uh, jump out at you and ha make you give you any pause and have you worry that perhaps uh, this will introduce some O-penis? Uh, <laughs> That's one of my favorite words. <laughs> um, no, actually the opposite. I'm looking at a lot of the cards and going, huh, uh, I don't think that's playable. <laughs> Really? Like the major majority of the cards look pretty weak to me. There was um, one, uh, I don't know the card name. I just saw it in passing. In fact, I think it was Jocelyn who posted it on Twitter, but it was this card where it could be any of the of the uh, types. It could be Beast, it could be Murloc, it could be... I can't right, remember. yeah. So uh, if, if, if uh, from Magic, we call them tribes. Mm. Um, yeah, like tribes. In, in Hearthstone, right. they show themselves as a little moniker at, at the bottom in the middle between the attack and the health value. And mm -hmm. so you've got things like Murlocs, Beasts, etc. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there's been one card uh, revealed. I'm blanking on the name. I forgot uh, too. But it was like Amalgam. It's a the Nightmare Amal Amalgam. Amalgam, nightmare that's Amalgam. it. Yep. Yeah. Yep. And uh, so on, in its little tribe moniker in the middle, it just says all. Uh, and then in the body text, it says that it, it, it specifically states all of the things that it is. Um, but yeah, that is really cool. And I'm more excited about the fact that they've included this and what that means for the future. Like, I hope we get all minions that have cool effects because mm -hmm. this is just the three, four, three mana. Uh, and I don't think that's good enough. Right. Like what's, what's exciting about this card is the precedent that an all minion exists. And hopefully we'll see more in the future. This card itself you might take it in arena. I think that's about the only time you'll see this card. Well, see, that's good to know. I see these cards and I think about, you know, my crappy ladder crawl and I think, what's this going to do for me? But I guess until they're all out, we don't we don't really know because you guys can't make any kind of meta 
uh, judgment here yet, right? Right. That's kind of the issue with, uh, we, we call it the drip feed. Mm-hmm. Like when, during reveal season, they only show so many cards so quickly. And then right before the expansion comes out, they're like, all right, here's the rest of the cards that we didn't show. And that's when you can start to get a picture uh, and really start to truly theory craft. But right now, we, we don't know. We have these these even and odd cards and we're just like, maybe? Yeah. <laughs> like... We need to see more cards. At some point, don't the cards all just sort of do what cards have always done? Like they're not gonna, they're not gonna completely upend the game, right? Well, so, so you guys get excited about it. I get excited. That, I then like, we get then we get something like Quarter Creeper. Yeah, that's <laughs> which true. Takes them over the meta uh, and actually received in, uh, in at least in Hearthstone speeds a relatively quick nerf. Yeah, I guess that does happen here and there. Yeah, but I just yeah, wonder. Uh, like, as for cards that uh, do look like they're going to be freaking awesome, uh, Hunting Mastiff for yeah, Hunter looks yeah. really good. Yeah, uh, it's a, a two-one for two with Echo and Rush. So these are the two new keywords for this expansion. So Echo means you can just cast this again if you have the mana. Oh, oh, if you have mana, you can cast it again. Wait so, a minute. So this is a two-mana card. All right. If you have four mana, you can just cast it twice, even though you might you may only have one copy in your hand. Oh, I'm into that. That's cool. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and it's a hunter card. It's a beast. It's got rush, which means it can attack uh, minions that yeah. turn. It also plays Tom Sawyer really well. It's pretty good. Yes, it does. Does it? Does it, uh, does it also? Um, is he a big hairy dog? Is that the art we're looking at? Big hairy black dog, mastiff. Uh, I mean, mastiffs are, are kind of short hair, so I, I'm not sure I'd call them any hairier than most short hair dogs. But yeah, it's a big dog. It's a big angry dog oh. with spike collar and chain. Look at you, dog whisperer, with your knowledge about mastiffs. <laughs> I don't know anything. I think of a hairy dog. I think of like, a, I don't know, like a chow. <laughs> uh, any legendaries that make you go? Hmm? Uh, yes, uh, dude. The lady in white, which was just revealed for priests. Mm. Uh, it's a six mana, five, five legendary minion for priests. And it's battle cry is that it casts inner fire on all minions in your deck. Oh, my Lord. So in your deck, not your hand, but it, it changes their attack to be equal to their health. Oh, so, well, all right. So that could. That could burn you unless you're building a deck for yeah, it. Most priest minions tend to have significantly more health than attack. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, like, you could get cute with this. You could build an inner fire deck, which some priests are doing already. Uh, but I think this card's going to be good just by itself. I think there's a, a argument to be made for just including Lady in White in your priest deck, no matter what you're playing. Well, for more in-depth coverage of what's happening in the world of Hearthstone, don't forget to check out The Angry Chicken at amove.tv with Garrett, Dills, and uh, Jocelyn. They they will cover this stuff in detail that we could never do. Card by card. Card by card. Um, <clears throat> speaking of uh, having an ace up your sleeve, <laughs> uh, Heroes of the Storm released Phoenix this week. He is freaking fantastic. Uh, the word you're looking for is broken and going to be nerfed very soon. Guaranteed. Um, use them <laughs> all. He's not nerfed. And then probably still be fun after. But he's so much fun. Uh, this is a Protoss character who is uh, uh, his his essence or his his uh, mind or his whatever has been put into the body of a dragoon from uh, people played War- or, uh, Starcraft one and uh, Brood War. You'll remember dragoons played a pretty hefty role in that game. Uh, certainly show up in two, but they were you know kind of the uh, a main. Uh, you were, you were, it was like the second unit you would build after your after your zealots. And uh, anyway, he's just awesome. I love him. He does amazing things. His kit is incredible. Uh, must be played, in my opinion. He's did just you re- great. did you notice that he he released with a nerf? 
Yeah, no, yeah, he got nerfed <laughs> from PTR still, to release, and he's still he's still OP, no question. He's, he's completely tearing it up. Yeah. Uh, he's, like, I think a full, well, percentage doesn't work this way, but I think the next highest win rate hero on Hotslogs is, like, 54%. I think he's sitting at 64%. Mm-hmm. And the 54 so. is Malfurion for some reason. i got to figure out what's going on with him. Uh, okay, so, so sorry, it's not that big. I'm actually afraid. Yeah, so the next time, like the bunch of heroes sitting at 54%. Phoenix is currently at 61.6%. That's never true of a new character, usually. Like, almost uh, always. Maya was similar. Oh, that's true, yeah. She was when a little she okay. released. She's still a chaos um, engine. I don't get her. her I mean, yeah, she's, she's hard to get my head she around. She since has been nerfed like crazy. Yeah. And she's, uh, we were talking about this on Into the Nexus last night. Um, stop banning Maya. Yeah, you don't. You don't, don't need worry to about now. it. Yeah, uh, it's still happening, and you don't. She's fine. She's a balanced hero. It's okay. You need to worry about Thrall. You need to worry about Sonya, and Phoenix should definitely be removed from the game right now. Yeah, absolutely ban him. He's a monster. Uh, ban him from your games, and then secondarily ban Malfurion. He is winning every freaking game he's in. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know First, what's going. I, I don't know what's going on. The, the, the tree prophet is back, yo. He's just killing everybody and taking names. So watch out for that. Anyway, I really like Phoenix, and I think he's uh, super fun. Just from a from a kit standpoint, one of the funnest new heroes in the game in a very long time. Garrett's right. Yeah, from a, he's gonna get yeah, from kit and uh, and like fantasy, right? Like mm-hmm. when it's like, oh sweet, it's gonna be Dragoon Phoenix, mm-hmm. like, and they nailed it. Like his legs don't rotate, man. Yep. It's it's yep. like his sprite in Brood War. <laughs> yep, and pay attention to his little uh, animated uh, little avatar head down there while you're while you're playing him. Eventually, a little fish floats by in the little plasma area there. So he's like a I little fish bowl. That. Yeah, yeah, it's a nice little, nice little touch. Uh, but he's busted. <laughs> so yeah. play him while you can, because things are about to change. I, I went into three quick matches yesterday and just demolished with him. Just destroyed fools left and right constantly. It was amazing. Anyway. Yeah. Yeah, but but uh, his absurd strength at the moment aside, his kit is just very fun. So I think even once they balance him, I'm still going to be playing quite a bit of him. Yep, they make good heroes over there. Time for this. Hear ye, hear ye. Why, it's the town crier. <laughs> oh yeah, time for the town crier. It's where we take an email and shove it right down your throats. This came to us at theinstance at gmail.com. That's the place you can send your email uh, questions and thoughts and comments, whatever. We'll read them right here on the show. We got an email from Kyle. This is not our Kyle. Uh, that is to say Ferguson. This is a different Kyle, I assume anyway. Uh, hello there. I was wondering if there is a new lore episode on the horizon. If not, can I request one? I'd love to hear about the troll empires and how they differ and get a good background on the Zandalari and their Loa before the Battle of Azeroth. Uh, also, info about the uh, the cool Tyrans, uh humans, and the, they're the fat ones, right? Do I have that right in my yes. head? Okay. They're the, the, the you know, kind of pirate-esque humans. <laughs> the fat ones. It's probably not nice. Um, and the different groups of dwarf clans would be great. If not, that's okay, too. Love the show. Thanks, Kyle. Well, Kyle, I'm happy to report that uh, Terpster, none other than uh, Mark the Terpster Turpin, is brewing something in regard regards especially to the troll stuff because I want to I want to get into that as well. I don't know anything about troll history. Um I feel like they, you know, when the game started, they didn't even have their own little starting zone. It would they just started where the orcs did and they always just felt kind of like an afterthought. And 
you know, a need to just have, well, we need another, we need another race for the, for the horde. So what do we got? Okay, let's do trolls. And since then, lots of cool things troll related have certainly happened in the game from raids to questing content to, you know, the leader of the horde for a while was a, was one of the great trolls of all time. Um, but I still really don't know much of the background. So absolutely. We would like to bring some of that to bear on the show. Talk about the Zandalaris in particular. Uh, since that's all coming up and I don't know when that'll be, but sometime soon ish, we will, uh, we will put the, the, the British man to the task. My, my, uh, limited understanding is they like dinosaurs. Yeah, Uh, I think that's true. Yeah. They hung out with their Loa a lot. Yeah. Uh, I know they have like a pterodactyl Loa. Yeah. They like the Ganji. They're into that. And, uh, as for the Colterans, uh, I believe they originated from, uh, like the Arathi area. Oh, is that true? Uh, like a long time ago, I believe like when the whole area was kind of referred to as Erethor. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense. Never, but I have no idea why they took off and why they left. Also, why haven't we, you know, like always at these expansions, the only one that t- tried to sort of hide it was Miss of Pandaria. It's like the mists have covered it the whole time. You never knew it was there. You've probably driven past it a hundred times like Wakanda sort of. And then, well, these guys are like, nah, the Kilterans have been here. They're just here. You know, hanging out, doing whatever. Zandalari trolls, check them out. They were never gone. They're the Central Floridians of Azeroth. <laughs> They're always there. Nobody visits for obvious reasons, and they don't particularly care for outsiders. Brothers marry sisters. Sure, I understand. <laughs> uh, uh, the point is, walk away from the banjo music. Yeah, don't. <laughs> Go the other way. <laughs> this has been fantastic. Thank you for the email there, Kyle. We appreciate it. And uh, we'll let you know when that comes. The instance of gmail.com is where to send your email, comments, thoughts, questions, whatever it is. We'll take it. That is going to do it for the show. Now, before we leave, uh, there is plenty of other Garrett-related content out there for the taking. So you mm. should probably tell people where to find it. I guess it's all amove.tv if they want any of it, right? Yeah, all of the podcasts can be found over there, amove.tv. Got a hero show, got a Hearthstone show. I've already mentioned those a bit. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would also say uh, I'm doing a new weird thing. Uh, I have a graphic design portfolio over at nomoonart.com mm-hmm. um it's been up forever if folks needed graphic design uh but if you go to nomoonart.com slash lessons uh i'm taking uh taking the cue from mr kyle ferguson offering lessons in content creation so if you want to learn how to make youtube thumbnails or talk gear lighting cameras that kind of stuff check it's, it out it, i didn't know there was a dot lessons domain no no no. it's uh, it's nomoonart.com slash lessons. oh slash gosh dang it dude they have i'm looking here they have a lessons domain now lessons would be cool do it, they they do oh that's crazy oh my lord i need to grab one of those up yeah that's insane All i right. need to just buy garrett.lessons well go check that out and uh of course uh like i said i think you're gonna see more garrett on the instance that's what i think that's I, what I, I think i am all for that yeah I, I think it'd be a really good uh you know addition to the show and look, we love the Europeans, so hurry, come back, you guys. Quit quit your screwing around, whatever it is, bullcrap you're up to today. Babies and conferences, what the hell's that about? What a load. Being uh, a parent and working <laughs> awesome gigs. Yeah, getting you. your job done. I can't imagine what that must be like. Anyway, uh, hey, one quick mention I would make on the weekends, on Saturdays, I do a show with our mutual, uh, one of our mutual friends, Kyle Ferguson and his wife, Kristen, are part of this. Also, John and Bo, we do a big D&D campaign. We do it every week. It's called There Will Be Dungeons at therewillbedungeons.com. 
Uh, there you'll find links to everything, including the live effort that we do each week when it's up on podcast or YouTube. It's all up there for the archiver, your, uh, archivers who can't be there live. Uh, but we do that at 3 p.m. Mountain. That's one, uh, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. Every Saturday, or most Saturdays, we haven't missed one yet, we're on our 10th, um, I think it's our 10th session, 10 weeks in a row. Uh, and it's been amazing, having absolute freaking blast. So if you it, want to check that out, come check it out. It is highly entertaining. Way wow. more than you'd think. I, I don't know what I expected, but... And I've done D&D here and there in my life, but I didn't expect this. It's just been a riot. And I, I also role play on Saturdays, and it is nowhere to be found. Yeah. <laughs> in a living room with my friends. Yeah, it's in that, as it should be, you know, in a way, in a way you're doing the pure thing. So uh, have, I've, I've, I've broached the subject with my team, and they're all like, no, I have zero interest in being on microphone. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> uh well anyway do check it out that's uh there will be dungeons.com for everything else frogpants.com is a great place to go we are at instance show on twitter you can find me at scott johnson you can find uh terpster at the underscore t patrick at not patrick garrett at garrett art and uh there's more shows like this like i said at frogpants.com if you want a podcast fix i guarantee there's one there that's going to do it for us for me for garrett for those other two chuckleheads we'll see you next time Bye. This show is part of the Frog Pants Network. Frog Pants Network. Get more shows like this at frogpants.com.